It's RYOBI days at the Home Depot. Buy a RYOBI OnePlus 2-pack battery starter kit for just 99 bucks and get one of over 20 select RYOBI OnePlus tools up to an $84 value, free. The OnePlus system also fits over 125 other RYOBI tools. So now, going cordless is almost endless. Buy the battery kit, get a free tool. RYOBI days now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through June 19th, limit one per customer while supplies last. See store for details. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. The moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. The following is a Sweet Truth Media production and may not be suitable for all audiences. Brothers and sisters, get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. <laughs> Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. This is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth podcast, and I'm only chuckling because Shane just tells me, uh, by the way, I'd like you to do the intro, and you're on. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I guess I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing this uh, extemporaneously, and if you've never heard our podcast before, we are live on a Monday night. At 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then again on Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. With us tonight is Jack Casey. How are you doing, Jack? Uh, pretty good. It's like fighting, trying to get my ears unclogged. Yeah, that's what you were saying. You got the uh, the you know the your what is it your uh, is it the ear, ear canal itself that's uh, plugged up? I don't know. I woke up today and I couldn't hear out of my left ear very well. And, uh, I just felt like there was something like in there, like something concrete or something. So I'm uh, trying to soften it up so I can get rid of it. I'm back, man. I found it right under my damn notes, dog. And <laughs> you are a master of organization, Shane. Oh, and, yeah. and now, absent his intro, here's <laughs> here's Sugar Shane. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I left Billy D's take it tonight. I wanted to get my phone so I could share this show out so I could, everybody could hear it. Uh, this is the first day of November, for those of you that yep. don't know. We're 54 days away from Christmas. Christmas? Oh, uh, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. I had a couple things I wanted to mention tonight before we get started on anything. First was, tonight was my very first parent-teacher conference as a parent. Uh, oh, cool. And I will have to say... That that parent teacher conference was a hell of a lot better than mine did as a kid. <laughs> a hell of a lot better. Well, that's good. My Your kids must behave better for their teachers than they do for you. They do. I mean, so far, well, I can't say Sawyer. He don't start preschool till next year, but Huck does. Huck's very well behaved. She said that he is always well behaved in his class, in her class, I mean. 
said that uh, he's very good with kids. He's always very friendly, always outgoing. Don't know where he gets that from, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, the same kid who tries to punch me in the dick every time I come over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last time he tried it, I was like, dude, I'm like, I outweigh you by about two hundred pounds. I will end you, and then he didn't do it. So <laughs> yeah. He just gets a little rambunctious at home, I will admit, but I guess if you're going to blow any energy at rhythm, do it at the house and do it at school, we have to be called up there every other day. Right. But, um, see, the, you can only be, you're, you're, you're on green every day when you get there, when you start. They got a color system they use to, at the end of the day, whatever you are is how you were. And then, uh, you go, then up above that's blue and purple. And below greens when it gets worse. Well, I don't even know what those colors are because my son's only been on green every day, and quite a few times he's been blue and purple. So it's probably black with like a picture of Bahamut inside of a pentagram yeah. Yeah. for the worst kids. I uh, I actually got my mom called to the principal's office my third day of kindergarten. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I, uh, they we had that music time where they make all the kids sing and all that, and I like flat out refused to do it and caused a scene because it reminded me of Sunday school. Right, 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 right. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, if you get a chance, Billy, I sent you and tagged you in a link on Sweet Truth Media's Facebook page. Uh, it's the very first cut scene from the game Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, okay. If you get a chance to look at it, then you can see what me and Jack Casey have been so excited about. All right, you know, sounds you know, good. Yeah, it's, it's like the cut scene. It's uh, uh, Jack of the uh, very, very beginning of the game. Yeah, they, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, okay. It's where they, I knew you've seen it, but I was just Yeah, it was one of the trailer videos. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's real nice. It's real nice. But, yeah, you know I watched those the second they came out. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so, but the one thing I wanted to mention, I have been giving out the information this week concerning this charity event I want to do next month. I've been sending out, I sent it out to a, a few, not a whole, whole lot, but a few. I don't want to bombard everybody at one time because I don't want to get bombarded if it comes back to me that way to uh, these podcasters about the charity event I want to do next month. So I'm hoping to get some okay. stuff back from that. And I'm speaking to podcasters out there, if you are listening, I did try to get this out to podcasters and will so tomorrow too. Um, I, I've spoken about radio and what's, you know where I think they're headed and what they're doing wrong. So I've got to do the same from my fellow podcasters. Now I'm going to be honest with you. Unless we as individual podcasters that are doing it for ourselves start somehow connecting and doing events and doing other things like that and we try to join together, I'm telling you, they're going to be conglomerates just like iHeart and CBS Radio and all them have taken over radio. Big conglomerates. The same damn thing is going to happen with podcasting if you ain't careful. I'm telling you like I know, uh, because I know you got CastBox, you got Podcast One, you got uh, soon to be if they haven't already done it. Pandora's going to be doing it, and what they're going to do is hire all these damn celebrities to do podcasts. So, yeah, I'm just telling you. I'm actually well, kind of surprised it's taken Pandora this long. Yeah, they're getting into it, and somebody else is getting into it. God, what is it? Uh, is it SoundCloud? Ours goes to SoundCloud every week since we do a show because I've had an account with SoundCloud since uh, goddamn th- throughout three years 
So it goes to SoundCloud. I hardly ever remember to share it from SoundCloud. But it does go there. And uh, it goes to TuneIn, Stitcher, but I'm just letting you know. There was another, I, I can't remember what the other app was that's fixing to start doing podcasts too, but there's another one. So you better, you know, try, try to connect, man. Start trying to get some things going and have a network going. And we can make something happen and make it a little bit, you know, work together. But cause what Hey, I was, Billy, you want to start a SoundCloud rap career with me? Oh, God, help me. <laughs> that would be interesting. That's funny. I can see, I can see you rapping. Be like, hey, we're going to the store. <laughs> but these in the background going bump, 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 bump. Well, that's, that's what I wanted. I wanted him to be my beatboxer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the Boston Red Sox won the World Series 4-1 to over the L.A. Dodgers. I didn't yeah. see that one coming. I thought the Boston Red Sox had a good team, but I didn't really think it was going to be World Series good. Yeah. But they proved me wrong. Uh, I did want to make mention that this week I looked at the numbers and we're damn near close. So if you can share this, if you enjoy this show or any show that we do on Sweet Truth Media, whether it be this in these lamest terms, any that Gail does, anybody, uh, Peyton does it. We got tomorrow, I'm sitting dude up with the wrestling podcast. He's going to be getting going on it starting sometime after tomorrow. I mean, he's coming to the place and we're going to get him set up. Everything right, working good. So, uh, if you like any of those, please share them to your social media pages because we are now at close to right at 10,000 downloads on Sweet Truth Media. And that's not counting live listens and the ones that people just stream, hit play instead of downloading it. That's close right, to right. ten. That's close to 10,000. So we've had almost 20,000 some kind of activity of a listener. Well you, well, you and I have been doing this podcast now for, for two years. It's hard to oh, believe. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, but it is hard to believe. I've lived in three places since me and you started doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's no shit. <laughs> I remember having to go and get it all set up both times I moved. And you figure that's roughly twice a week. We miss once in a while, but it's generally yeah. twice a week. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so you that's, you know, two years. I mean, that's a lot of shows, man. Yeah. Yeah, I wanted to miss last Thursday, just my son's birthday. I didn't really want to miss it, but... Yeah, it was, well, you know, It was everything well, going. Over the and, course of two years, you're bound to miss something. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody. I mean, hell, everybody lives folks on radio lay out of work. I mean, no offense to Mike Trivisano. I liked him, you know, as far as okay. Uh, the show material isn't exactly what I would do, but I like working for him, working with him. But, uh, damn, he lay out of work. I don't know how many Fridays. So, not knocking against him, but he'd have a right, guest. Right. He'd have somebody taking his place on Fridays. And hell, when it was like Thanksgiving, he was out Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And of course, Saturday and Sunday, it's like he was going to school. <laughs> Yeah. So, but that, I appreciate all that have listened and do listen and continue to listen. And like I said, if you do enjoy the show, share it in some fashion because word of mouth is the best way we get out there. Just facts about it. And I just appreciate everything that everybody does because I like to be heard, and that's what I do it for. Yeah. But, 
Well, just to let everybody know, too, if, if by chance they missed it, you can find this show, which is the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth, on Twitter at Sweet Truth Radio. And what Shane is talking about, the uh, media, is pretty much the same thing, at Sweet Truth Media. So you can follow both of those accounts on Twitter, and uh, you can tweet us anytime. So we, we're always welcome to show suggestions or topics or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like that. I think that'd be awesome. Uh, got the elections coming up. Yeah. And those that it's are almost running, over. Yeah. Yes. Oh, you finally. Tell, tell really what you had happen on your phone the other day. I got a text message about issue one from one of the parties. I don't know which one. Oh, really? But yeah, they direct text messaged me. Wow. So now not even my phone is safe. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, te- you know, this whole thing with te- text messaging, I, I, it's going to get to the point now. That's that's becoming a new marketing thing now. Oh, yeah. You know, and uh, some of my associates around town uh really sell that and and boy i i don't know me personally that's that's to me getting a text message from a company is almost as bad as them knocking on my door although nothing is that bad that's the thing i hate the worst yeah oh no i'm expecting someone like one of these uh campaigners to get on a ladder and knock on my bedroom window at 10 in the morning wake (laughs) me up and ask me what i'm voting for at this point yeah <laughs> and I'm not going to get I'm not going to get talked into that. You know, so, some of these uh, some of my friends have talked me into d- doing different things over the years, and uh, doing that is not going to happen. I am not yeah. going to do that. Well, it also yeah. seems wildly impersonal too, because you're sending out ten, twenty thousand at a time, yeah. instead of, you know, individually calling people. It may, it just makes it look like you give less of a crap, you know? Yeah. Right. But yeah, so I, I can't avoid it anywhere. Um, I have to expect a commercial to pop up while I'm playing PlayStation later on, you know, telling me to vote for Cordroy or whatever. So <laughs> yeah, um, no yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. See it. Arthur Morgan's gonna turn his head, like holster his pistol, and you know, tell remind me to vote on November fourth. <laughs> It'll be one of those street signs when you're riding a horse and you come to a cross path. <laughs> the other day I got a burrito from for. Taco Bell. The other day, I get a burrito from Taco Bell, and it's rolled in a voter registration paper. It's like, oh my god, I can't wait till the sixth. This can just end. Uh, that would be one way, one way to uh, push yourself. Well, the state house—they have one in four people that are running for it has a background in education. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I'd much rather see some of that than all these damn lawyers. Yeah. Because crooked lawyers usually tend to lead to crooked politicians. I'm just being true. You know, <laughs> fuck it, I don't care. It's just the way it is. I mean, I'm not saying all of you are crooked, and I'm not saying all the politicians are crooked. But I'm saying we do have some that are crooked. And that's how they get Oh, there. certainly. Certainly. Yeah. So, I mean, I just, that's sometimes how they get there. You know, just pattern, life patterns follow them. I want to see more engineers, scientists, and doctors run for office as well. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah we yeah. need to gather. The, you're right about that. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, I'd love to see a whole multitude of different kinds of people going and running for office. Like I said, I'm a Joe the Plumber kind of guy. I don't give a fuck if he ran for president. If he's got good views and got good ideas. I yeah, too bad he shit. wasn't actually a plumber and everything about him was a campaign lie. 
Yeah, and he he wasn't the. Uh, I heard him in interviews uh, a couple times. He didn't blow me away. I don't know. Have you ever? Did you ever listen to him talk? No. Oh yeah, he didn't blow me away, but you know, but but I get you. I get the concept of what you're saying. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, just somebody that's an everyday Joe. I'm not saying a village idiot. I'm just it reminds me of that movie, Dave. You ever seen that? Yeah, yeah. Where the everyday guy who just looks like the president like ends up being president for a little while. Right. Uh, I, I like that movie. It was like wildly, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, wildly unlikely to happen but it was kind of a good thought exercise you know right yeah i think it'd be cool to see something like that in office man but i mean uh, you know it could happen i don't know if i'd ever see it in my lifetime but it could happen uh, I, was, I think it's cool to see some folks in education and uh one of the teachers said the reason why they even thought about it is they looked they said what what uh what is going to what is going to help these kids future you know with what we got yeah, yeah. in her office, and she and then she said, "I'm going to help." So she decides to run. So I thought that was pretty cool. I want to get y'all's view. I know I mentioned it one time, but at the time you didn't really uh, have a lot of opinion on it because you hadn't heard a lot about it. But I'm sure you've heard enough about it by now to for, give me your opinion on it. This migrant situation we got going on. You mean you're talking about the caravan? Yeah. Well, you know, the the bottom line is is that situations like this get turned into political footballs by both sides. Um, I'm sure there's an element of this uh, group that lends itself to a certain amount of empathy. And I would be willing to bet there's there's some, you know, there's a few of them that are characters, to say the least. No, oh, yeah, got it. So, be. and, uh, you know, uh, the left seems to portray this, uh, you know, this group as, uh, you know, the Jews coming out of Egypt crossing the <laughs> desert. And, and uh, you know, the uh, the right seems to portray these guys as, you know, the, uh, the ISIS. Yeah. So, uh, it's, the truth is somewhere in between. Right. And uh, did we have laws to... We have laws to process these types of individuals, and uh, you know they're just, the, the the bottom line is is that these situations need to be handled within legal terms. Everybody has to go through screening. Everybody has to go through the other thing, and uh, that's it. There's really no crisis here. The only crisis would be is if they actually stormed the entrances, which I, I would have to say is probably very unlikely. Uh, but that would be a very difficult situation to handle because I can almost guarantee you they're going to put women and children up there up in the line first. So any attempt to, at, at uh, you He's know like physically restraining them, yeah, any because the, any any attempt to physically restrain them at that point would look horrible. Right. So uh, yeah, and that could happen, but more than likely, this is a big nothing. This is going to be. Um, you know, just people coming to uh, hit, hit the border, except instead of doing it once or, you know, just a few at a time, and there's a group of them that's going to arrive. And they're just going to have to get processed, and that's it. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, you know, some people are down saying that we should take them all in. 
and whatever. Now here's my stand on it, my deal. I'm like you in the sense, you know, I don't have no problem with them coming here legally. If they want to come here and go through the legal grounds and do it, that's fine. No issue at all. But the reason why you can't do this, where you let everybody come over here, it's not about them getting jobs. It's about us having to pay for things and things like that. We don't even have enough money to pay for the current 300 and something million we got fucking here now. We can't even cover our own nuts, so to speak. Sorry for the term, that's just it. Much less taking on extra bond, extra stuff. That's what I'm saying. And you say, well, that's only so many people. Okay, yeah, you're right. It is only so many people. But when you do it once, it gives yourself a reputation to other countries that, hey, if we, if, hey, if it worked in, let's give it a shot. And the next thing you know, you got another caravan, then another caravan, and another caravan. Because they've already figured you were going to let, some do, let them do it every time. Yeah. And that's where I'm getting at. you got to make sure you can take care of yourself. I'm not, I'm not for going out and sending all this money to other countries. So it's not just the caravans. I'm against all this money we spend in other countries doing shit sometimes. Yeah. I just I think it's a complete waste of money when we got our own people hungry in the damn streets. It's fucking bullshit. In my opinion. You can think how anybody else thinks they're entitled to their own opinion, but to me, we gotta put ourselves first. And if you're a yeah. citizen here, don't give a fuck what you cut your your ethnicity is or what religion you are or any of that shit. You're an American citizen. And I think you should be entitled to the same freedoms as I am. But if you're coming from another country and you're going to come here, I think you should go through the legal way. I mean, over close to 2 million people did it in New York City at Ellis Island. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, just giving people, uh, you know, I, I don't know really that that happens a lot where we just let people in and give them stuff. I, I mean, I, my guess is that that doesn't happen as often as the right claims it does. I know um, of but one it, guy. I know of one. I can't speak for all of them. But I do know of one guy from Saudi Arabia, and I knew him personally. Not intimately, but I did see him every day. I went to his place of work. And we were talking one day, and he told me that he came over here government set him up with his business and he lived tax-free the first five years he was here and that's the truth yeah yeah i don't know what the circumstances were around that but i'm i'm sure right. whatever I, he did i'm well, just saying him i don't know of everybody right well, I, well here, here again we have to clarify it sounds like whatever he did was legal it okay, sounds i'm like, talking yeah yeah well, I, i'm talking about the, this idea that the, that the right is presenting that we're just letting these people cross illegally and giving them all kinds of things right, that's right. probably not happening uh, to any great degree. All right. Um, well, to be fair, that five-year thing, like five-year tax uh, holiday, is not that uncommon with many states and municipalities um, in order to encourage more businesses and more economic growth. Oh, yeah, borders. exactly. So, True. I mean, even even Americans can do that. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like he got a special deal because he came from Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's the big distinction is what you do for somebody as they're going through a legal process is different than what a lot of people on the right are claiming that these people are just, you know, dangling a foot over the border and they're getting all kinds of benefits. I mean, that's probably not happening to a great degree. Um, 
and uh, but you know you have to balance these things out I, I believe it was Gallup I could be wrong somebody did a poll here recently of uh, South America you know so the, let's just say for example that's Mexico on down and something like a, it was estimated that something like 170 million people would, said that they would like to come to the United States wow so, at what point is you know? Yeah, you got all these people who say just let them come in. Yeah, well, you okay. How many off. are you going to have move into your house? We'd have <laughs> close know. to half a hundred, uh, half a billion people. Well, yeah, we're over three hundred million now. Right. So yeah, yeah. So we we would be roughly letting in the equivalent of two thirds of our current population in. Yeah. So you can't do that. Yeah, I mean that's it's and uh, you know. It, 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 at some point, you know, there, there has to be a system for evaluating these things. And what I don't understand is the left always, you know, praises Canada as being this wonderful, magical place. But the fact of the matter is, oh, to get yeah. into it, it, it's much harder to get into Canada than it is the United States. They're oh, very yeah. strict on who they let in. Very. Oh, that's that's one of my favorite things. Uh, every time, like a Republican gets elected or whatever, my fellow liberals all whine about, "Oh, I'm going to go move to Canada." Like they threaten it. It's like, yeah, good luck with that, dude. Um, so I'm not even allowed in Canada. You. Like, yeah, it's like I'm not even allowed in Canada to be a tourist because I got a DUI eight years ago. And you think you're just going to naturally like walk up there with your suitcase and be like, "Yep, yeah, Canadian now, eh?" Yeah. Gonna get some maple syrup and poutine. Yeah, you, you have to you have to demonstrate too that you have like a you know some sort of a value, and uh, you know that's what the left always cries about when when we say that all these people that come in don't have skills and this that and the other thing they're going to need help and they well, you can't put a value on life but then they 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 sing the praises Canada does that <laughs> okay um, and uh, it, it's it, it's just a matter of you can't have and I've said this before and I've said this about social programs I'm 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 very much on the side I, I do believe that people should get health care but, but I, I draw the line everywhere else because there has to be you know we can't have a situation where there's more people in the wagon than there are pulling it yeah. you, you just can't and 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 that, that you reach that threshold with with government programs and you reach that th- threshold with unchecked illegal immigration there had you know you, you you just that's the way it is all the best intentions in the world are, are not worth a damn if there isn't the money to pay for it right and then that's just the cold hard reality well one thing too is that you get groups of you know immigrants who get asylum end up here in the united states um they do in many forms actually pay taxes um through oh, sales tax sure stuff like that so i mean it's almost like an economy of scale argument if you think about it. i mean if you have more people then you have more people contributing to the economy it's a lot like the healthcare thing like oh we can't afford universal health care well if everybody in the united states is pitching in on it then you have your economy of scale to be able to cover everything exactly um, sure. and another thing too and this is a talking point i hear from the right all the time that just infuriates me they always talk about how, yeah, all these illegal and legal immigrants are criminals, and they're only coming up here to steal and murder and rape and all that. Um, many, many studies have been done throughout the years that have shown that immigrants to this country, whether first or second generation, actually have a much lower rate of crime than naturalized or natural-born U.S. citizens Yeah, in I, the vast I, majority I, of cases. That's why my kind of opinion is, you know, hey, you know what, let these people in. 
Make sure they get jobs. Make sure they're paying taxes and well. If you screw up and you end up com- or committing crimes, stuff like that, you get booted right back to your country. I mean, it's and then that way, you know, you weed out the bad ones, and then we have more hardworking American citizens who are contributing in many ways. In fact, a lot of illegals end up getting fake social security numbers or get social security numbers say uh, brought up from like you know people who have died, and they end up paying into services that they can't access in the first place. So in a lot of ways, you know, we have to pay for these people. In a lot of cases, that's simply not true. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't believe that. Uh, I mean, I agree with you. I don't believe what they're saying. Is. Although you, here, here again, to be fair, you, you do have to separate. You know what uh, legal immigrants do in terms of crime, which is very low. Absolutely, I, there's no doubt about that. Uh, but illegal e- immigrants are, are another thing entirely. And oh no! Some of these polls did show that even among the illegal population, like I mean, whether it's affected them keeping their heads down, things like that, they do commit far fewer crimes per capita than any um, than like the uh, natural uh, American citizen. Believe yeah, it or not. Uh, yeah, th- but my point is, is the illegal ones are the ones that are committing the crimes that do commit the crimes. There's not yeah, too many people that there's, there's not too many people that that that. that immigrate into the United States legally and go through the process and go out and, and do a holdup. The people that are going to do that are probably most likely going to be illegals. And that includes the drug trade. But you are right. I mean, uh, every statistic in the world will tell you that, you know, we, we've talked about this before. If you're going to get murdered, you're, you're probably going to get mur- murdered by someone you know or possibly in your own family. And then beyond that, it's almost certainly going to be within your own race. And you'll go on down the line, and you know, it just it, you're, you're probably going to get murdered by a citizen. Americans kill more African Americans. Well, that's so true. I mean, what? Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, exactly. I, yeah. I mean, that's uh, that's and, and a lot of these things are the politics of fear. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right, Jack. I mean, I I, I don't doubt that per capita that uh, overall, uh, this isn't a particularly violent population. But coming in unchecked, you do have elements of Obviously, you know the drugs and, and and the possibility, and this is and this is what doesn't get spoken about because everybody's so hypersensitive about, um, you know, the Mexicans and is, are we, you know, treating them any differently? The fact of the matter is, that there's a big concern at both borders, with uh, the northern borders, especially along the area of Niagara Falls and up through there. Uh, there, there's a big concern that uh, that could be an entrance way for uh, you know potential terrorists and other bad people. Mm. So both borders have the potential for that. It's not just the southern border that we're worried about. It's one that gets all the attention because that's where all the activity is. But um, uh, you know, border security is part of national security, and I don't know why that even has become a a debatable issue. <laughs> well, it so, should be. I mean, yeah. I agree with you on that. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's just, it seems to me that in the past 10, 15 years, like, all the terror, you know, besides 9-11, you know, that big one, pretty much all the terrorist attacks that we've had, threats, have been um, domestic in nature. Uh, It's so, I don't know, it's having, yeah, I'm sure there are people, like, foreigners who want to come in here that we've stopped from, you know, wanting to bomb stuff and everything, but, I mean, the the bigger ones have been from people who are naturalized U.S. citizens. That's why I always take that terrorism argument and all that with a grain of salt. Uh, it's um, it's a complicated issue. Yeah, I, but I, I mean, I, with the illegal thing, I mean, there's a lot of them who are already here, who are established in lives. Why not round them up, kind of vet them, and then the ones who you know 
cause problems are the ones who have drugs in their system and stuff like that. Yeah, eject those ones, but the other ones, you know, establish them, get them on their way to paying more taxes, maybe on their way to better careers, and then bam, you have a more productive sector of society. Yeah, sure. Well, what we got to do too is we got to just like me and Billy's talked about on here. We got to get a group of people in this country to realize that they ain't taking people's jobs. They're doing the jobs that we, the Americans, ain't willing to do. Trade jobs. You can't get a bunch of immigrants coming here just to be doctors and lawyers. Oh, that's one of my favorite things when you see these like uh, these you know alt right types who are always crying about. Oh, this one got my job. He took my job. So you lost to a guy who doesn't speak English who had better skills than you. Cry about it. Yeah. You know. Uh, and that's what it's like, that's what I'm saying. The thing is, the people, the Americans, ain't even wanting those jobs anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> they ain't even trying for them. I think they're too good for them, so they go to college to do something else. Oh, there have been uh, reports of like entire like fruit crops rotting in the fields because they couldn't get anybody to you know farm them after they Jesus. kicked all the migrants out. I mean, that's a real thing. And and two, um, without being paranoid, um, I I don't really have a fear of, let's say, terrorists in in common speak. As horrible as they are, you know, with some of these things that we've we've had happen over the past couple of years. Um, I think what the real fear is for most governmental officials is a state-sponsored terrorist getting into the United States with enormous backing, let's say. And if somebody like that get in here with a biological weapon or get in here with a low-grade nuclear device, and it would change the course of history. Yeah. And all, all, all it takes is one. And I, I, I know that... The, the, here again, everybody has these knee-jerk reactions. There's people who are fatalistic that say it's going to do to happen, and then there's other people that are saying that that's part of a, uh, you know, a scare tactic. And the fact of the matter is, it is a real thing. Yeah, it, it is a real thing, and uh, you know, we have to be aware that 9/11 could have been just a preview of what's to come if just one of them gets in here and gets successful. Yeah. And uh, the United States is one of the prime targets. That's well, most people that's don't just, think it could ever happen. No, it could. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. damn well could. What the hell do you think I got them for? They didn't put them up there just to sign up for damn trophies. They got them. They, got them. they don't hope to use them. But goddamn, what the hell is that noise? Are you running in a hamster ball? That's rain, my friend. That's Beautiful rain? Beautiful rain that all this fucking wow. Ohio brings. Right wow! Sounds yeah. like you were pounding on your keyboard or something. Yeah, like that. or like no. you had a bunch of laminated papers in your hand that you were like waving around or something. I'm like right, my windows over here, as you know, Jack. You, you do too, but but I guess I guess I don't know. I guess the damn Mike's picking it up that damn hard. I reckon. Yeah, sorry. I just I, I was wondering where it was coming from. I didn't want to distract you. It's Go ahead. Down a little bit now. I don't even know where I was at. Yeah, it ain't raining here. But. uh I do want to get into this issue. What do you think about this uh, 14th Amendment issue we got going on? I've Trump. been playing Red Dead Redemption for the past week now, and I haven't been paying attention well, to the internet. What's the 14th Amendment thing? The 14th Amendment is your right is if you're born in this country. You're a naturalized citizen. Yeah, it's, my understanding of that is he's threatened to do a... Uh, 
you know, a, executive uh, an executive order. order. Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't know that you can change something that's pretty clear in the Constitution with an executive order. Hey, right. no, that's a Congress thing. Hey, yeah, right. that's action as well as, soon they as wanna, next week. If they want to change something that massive, especially if it's in the Constitution, like enumerated, they have to have a constitutional convention and have all the states vote in on it. He can't yeah, do see, that with an elected or an executive order. Yeah, I, I think what's muddying it though is um, being born in the United States from a citizen versus being born in the United States by a, via a, a, an illegal uh, immigrant. Yeah. That's that's what the catch is, and that's what's uh, that's what I'm not sure about. And it is if, a real deal. If the Constitution, you know, we would really have to look into that. Uh, I'm not sure if that's specified. See, that calls a lot into question too. Such as, like, what about say dual citizenship, like a British American or Canadian American? Exactly. Sure. But look at Ted Cruz. Should he lose his citizenship because his parent wasn't was Canadian rather than you know American natural born? Exactly. I mean, are we grandfathering this? Are we making it retroactive? Like, how are we going to enforce something like this? Yeah. I mean, constitutional question aside, it's just a, it's a matter of um, logistics as well, if you think about it. Certainly. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at the nightmare of paperwork you'd have just by having to inspect yeah, it, every it, single it, child born and all that. Yeah, I can't imagine that this is going to go very far. I mean, this sounds like, even if he does an executive order, it, it'll never hold up. I wouldn't think so. I hope to God hey. not. Now, I do get where he's coming from. Is I, you know, um, people that come over here when they're pregnant just to have the baby. Exactly. And sure. And I that mean, is a problem. Absolutely. That is, a, that is an issue. And there's and if you don't think it's an issue, they're training people in China, women that are pregnant, in order to handle immigration in America. Because that's their fucking plan, to come over here and have the baby. Yeah. So maybe you could do issue. something like that. Maybe you could do something like you know the parents have to have been in the United States for you know x amount of time or something right. like that. Right. Oh yeah, I can. Uh, I, I, so. I, can I can deal with that. Shit, yeah, I can deal with that. I don't have. Don't get me wrong. I don't tell the wrong thing. I don't have no problem with anybody coming here in this country, land of the free and all that whatnot. Good, good blueberry, whatever you want to call it, fruity tooty stuff. That's all great if you think it's that great. Me, there's a lot of free countries in this world now. We're not all bound by communism. But if you want to make America your home, I'll roll out the welcome mat for you. And you're more welcome to come here as long as you do it the right way. That's the only thing yeah. I say. It has to be laws for a reason. I mean, to me, if you're breaking that law, I might as well go out and rob a fucking bank and get away with it. A law is a law. Both both is committing crimes. Yeah, yeah, one may be worse than another, but they're both crimes. So, on a lighter note, I did want to make mention that they did a study. Uh, some kind of organization in Canada, I can't remember exactly the name of it now, but it was an organization in Canada. They did a inspection of planes, airplanes, passenger planes, for how clean they were. And they found three things on the plane. There was germs all over it, first of all, they said. Oh, yeah, people are filthy. And they said three things that were the worst on the airplane were the headrest. They actually found traces of E. coli on the fucking headrest. Wow. 
seat pockets. Now listen to this shit. They have found the flight attendants inside the seat pockets have found dirty diapers, used <laughs> used tampons, Ugh. and loose condoms. Now you tell me how the hell you got loose condoms in there. I mean, is this by a high club? Where the hell are they doing it at? Are they yeah, getting out know. of the bathroom, putting it in their pocket, and then going yeah. back to the seat, putting I, it? What? I, yeah, that's what I'm trying to guess. Does it make sense? I mean, were they doing it right there to the seat? Yes, do it. I'll take a cup of coffee. <laughs> and I mean, if you have any garbage at all, you just wave the flight attendant over, and they'll take it for you. Yeah, can you take his condom for me? <laughs> wow, I remember uh, when I was a kid, me and my sister ended up with head lice uh, from an airplane. Dang right? Up. Yeah, um, because there's no where else it could have come from. I mean, it just it hit us right when we got back from some vacation or another. Um, so yeah, I mean that's they've been dirty since forever. But uh, oh, and the trays uh, that you eat off of—that's the third worst. They said they found traces of staff and high levels of mold. Think about yeah, that. I believe that because of they don't they don't get cleaned very well. That's what they said. Yeah. They said they don't. Yeah, get I believe that. All. That's some crazy shit, man. Well, that's reason five thousand. I'm never flying again. <laughs> Damn. I do want to make mention that the Steelers did attend the funeral of those people that died. The eleven that died. The oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Yeah. Yeah, they did do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the uh, Pittsburgh hey. the Pittsburgh Penguins also uh, put up a fundraiser. Good. Uh, for their last couple games or last game or something like that that uh, directly benefits, um, I believe, the funeral fund for the synagogue that was affected. Oh, okay. Then you had an asshole in California this past week that went out and spray ta- spray painted anti Semitic cinema- uh, comments and shit on a damn synagogue out there oh that happens pretty much every week dude you ever been on a subreddit called behold the master race Mm. it's basically a bunch of people making fun of these white supremacists and all that um there's at least one or two news stories a week on that subreddit about um about people doing that and uh one of the funniest thing though is like when somebody tries to spray paint a swastika but they can't do it correctly yeah the little header on the uh on the thing is hail hortler (laughs) (laughs) that's funny you should check that sub out, dude. I think you'd like it. That's where I get some of my stories from, too, for the In Layman's Terms show. Um, if y'all, yeah, I'm sure, I don't know if y'all, I know you've probably heard of it, but have you ever seen any of the Medea movies? Yeah, I, 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 I don't, yeah. I don't like them either. You don't like yeah, them either? I, I can't stand some of bitches. There'll be, there'll be like a line or two I like in them, but overall, I don't think he's very funny. Tyler right. Perry's a good dude in real life. Yeah, he's yeah. Suck. Yeah, as far as a person at a heart, he's an excellent dude. I just I don't, don't have a problem with him personally, but man, his movies are just awful. I lose IQ points every time I run across one of them. I saw, yeah. I, I, re, I watched Alex Cross the movie, and I, was, I don't think he can act worth a shit. Plus, the movie is so far out of the damn league of what the <clears> book <throat> is. It's unbelievable. There, there was a, a movie called uh, uh, Diary of a, of a Mad black woman i oh, think was the type oh god that was shit it was awful well, well well let me finish oh sorry that movie uh, in, in my opinion that movie had the potential to be a really great study of of what a minority woman goes through 
and that Medea character threw that movie off. Yeah, I agree. If if that movie would have stayed on point with that storyline of her struggle with betrayal, wasn't that supposed to be like a serious drama? I've never seen it. Yeah, I did. It wasn't certainly wasn't ha ha funny. No, it was. uh, And I I really felt that 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 Medea character threw that movie way off center. That movie could have been a very good serious movie about what uh, that woman went through with betrayal and uh, uh, the whole thing about, you know, how society views, you know, certain aspects of life. And and it it went off on this weird thing where they had these extended scenes with that Medea and it it got kind of slapstick with the revenge aspect. And it, it, it could have been so much better that that's that's what bothered me about that movie was the potential for that because i feel i i i'm I'm not sure the actress's name um it's kimberly something i'm pretty sure um she did a fantastic job with the serious scenes in that movie she really did i think it started uh, off on the right foot it was a very good movie at the beginning but like the last third or so it was like what in the hell it went like a whole different direction so it's one of those movies where they shoehorned in an unnecessary comic relief character yeah, and it just wrecked it. That's exactly what it was, in my opinion. Yeah, like the Jar Jar Binks uh, character from uh, the first episode of Star Wars. Oh yeah, okay. a lot of people didn't like Jar Jar Binks, but I did. I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. I liked the whole city too, underwater. You're dead to me. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it, I thought it was a good character. I thought it brought. A, I mean. In that particular situation, I didn't see no problem. I mean, I don't really call him comedic relief. I mean, because I wouldn't really call him, you know, 100% funny or nothing. I just thought it was kind of a little bit of spot to put a little light something in, you know. I wouldn't uh, He was definitely meant to be some kind of slapstick aspect of, you know, comic relief. That for, me, for me, he was just another species that they meet along the way, and, and the story leads to where their lives meet. That's all it was to me. I don't know what George Lucas's view was, but what he planned, but... That's just what it was to me. But I get where a lot of people don't like him, I guess, because he, you know, but... Yeah, you're right, though. A lot of folks did not like his character. Well, that's just kind of what it reminded me of. The reason why I brought that up is y'all be happy to hear this. Tyler Perry is going to retire Medea after 20 years, nearly 20 years of doing it. And he said when they asked him why, he said, I don't want to be her age playing her. <laughs> <laughs> Because then you just think about it. When he got old, he could just let his hair grow out a little bit, and hell, he'd be her. <laughs> That's all he'd have to do. And the War of the Worlds turned 80 this past week. Yeah. Oh, I need to re-listen to that. You know, a lot of people think that shit couldn't happen today, and they're so fucking wrong. It could happen more so. With the aspects of social media and all the shit we get now, oh yeah, on, on 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 one scale or another, that's happening every day. Look at Hawaii back in January, when all that damn nuclear siren went off because they thought a ballistic missile was headed toward it, but it turned out to be bullshit. Everybody panicking. I could see it. Yeah, it could happen because it's so instantaneous nowadays, man. I mean, it's like you could have somebody accidentally put in, you know, a word. Oh, something. The next thing you know, if it spreads, everybody's fucking going nuts. 
be interesting to see a, a bunch of um, different platforms decide to coordinate and pull some kind of hoax like that just to see what would happen. Kind of reminiscent of how all the other all the radio stations did that back in the day. Yeah. Um, I don't know, as a fan of occasional chaos, I'd like to see something like that happen. <laughs> you probably like that movie Purge, don't you? Never seen it. I haven't either. I didn't know if you I thought you might I've heard about it. it. I have I don't get I don't take in near the movies that you guys do. I mean there's a few that I catch here and there, but Oh Billy, you probably watch more movies than I do, believe it or not. Uh, that movie I've never had a desire to see. That are hostile. Just never I can actually ca- I can actually count on one hand how many movies I've sat down and watched this year. Damn. Yeah. Like no joke. Damn. Did you ever uh, okay, see Dunkirk? Did you ever see Dunkirk? Yeah, I did. Did you like it? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah. I, I think it's still on HBO. I got to check it out. I've been wanting to watch it myself. Yeah, a, a historical movie like that, I will take in. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if I, I knew you know the history and everything, so I was wondering if it lived up to it pretty well. Yeah, it it, it wasn't quite what I expected, um, but it it was very good, and uh, I I I get where people wanted to see that on a on a big screen like an IMAX. Oh yeah, uh, because the aerial scenes, like I said, they they actually mounted cameras on these. You know these vintage planes, and uh, they had the actors, from what I understand, uh, you know, pretending to fly, but they had a real pilot in the plane that was out of the shot. So um, the, these aerial scenes were were, you know, pretty stunning. Yeah, and wow. uh, yeah, I would, uh, I can imagine, um, you know, getting that on uh, IMAX would have been really something. Yeah, yeah, it'd have been nice. I tell you, it was what, a weird though. movie. This. Oh, go ahead. Uh, go. Go. No, go, go ahead. ahead. You know, it was a weird movie that I saw this past year that I actually kind of liked was The Color of Water. I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've heard about that. Um, it's not something that really appealed to me, but yeah. You know, it didn't really appeal to me when I was, when Quinn was describing to me like what it was about. I was like, eh, this sounds kind of stupid. But then I watched it, and honestly, it's not a bad movie. Like, I, it held my attention for an entire two hours, and it takes a lot for something to do that. Jesus. Um, so I don't know, if you ever have, like, couple hours to kill it's it's worth a look i mean you can always turn it off uh, if you get bored with it a few minutes yeah in. so that's yeah. why you that's why you never saw lord of the rings too well, the reason i liked it was um it, it was an original concept it wasn't something that was rebooted rehashed you know wow. like it, it had that sense of originality to it it's set back in the 19 i think 30s um so it's got that kind of old-timey like feel to it i don't know it was an interesting movie i'd recommend you know, watching it, especially if, like with Christina, um, Christina would probably like it. I might need to check it out because I like a lot of movies like it. And the way you're describing it, I might would like it. I, I I ran across one you might like, Shane, because you like these offbeat ones. Um, I was flipping channels the other the other day, and I found uh, this movie called Memento, hmm. and uh, I saw it years ago. And it's it's about this guy who um, he he walks in on his wife's murder, and as 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 the struggle happens, he gets hit on the head, and he loses his his short term memory. So he he can't remember. Like if you just walk in the room and introduce yourself, and you go back out and you come back in, you can introduce yourself again. He don't remember just meeting you. Dang. But he's trying to he's trying to re, he's trying to find his um 
his wife's killer. So he's got all these notes and he's got all these like things tattooed on his body. So he oh, don't forget. Oh God, that would be good to see. I gotta check that out. I yeah, got a second cool. Billy on this one because it's a really good movie. Oh, is it really? I've watched it five or six times actually. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah because yeah, every time you that. watch it, you'll notice more and more little details. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah, adds exactly. more to the story. Um, in yeah. fact, there's a remix of it. I think on one of the DVDs where they show it from the beginning to the end, rather than the end of the beginning. Hmm. And it, it kind of yeah. It wasn't that directed by the same guy who did the Dark Knight and all those. I want to sure. say so. I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, you talk about Christopher uh, uh, Nolan? Yeah, Christopher Nolan. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we obviously could double check that, but I'm pretty sure that was one of his uh, early movies. I like how the one guy, uh, the guy with the mustache, will bust in the bar and be like Lenny, and he's just like, "It's Leonard." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a really good movie, Shane. You should check it out. Yeah, I have to look at it. It's coming from someone who doesn't usually like movies. Like, yeah. Maybe y'all have it on one of the th- damn four or five things I got to watch TV on. Different apps. <laughs> I got Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. It should be on one of those because it's yeah. an old movie. It's yeah. probably about 15 or 20 years old. I'm not sure. Yeah. It came out, uh, I think, my freshman year of college. So it came out in like 2003, 2004. Okay, yeah. I knew it was a little older, yeah. Uh, so I remember that being a big thing with like a lot of my you know fellow college kids back in the day before I got old. So, yeah. All right. Well, that's about all I got, y'all. Y'all got anything y'all want to part in words of wisdom you want to leave these people? No, I have no wisdom. No. <laughs> I got part in words, but not any wisdom. You got anything, <laughs> Jack? <laughs> I just want to say on the 6th, if I don't, you guys don't hear from me before then, go vote. And then it's over. We don't have to deal with it for six months. So, you yeah. know. That makes well, me I tell you, you are far more informed than the most people. Oh, and whether is. I, whether I, yeah, whether I agree with you or not, or certain things, I respect your knowledge. It's just like what we were talking about with immigration. You, you probably are more well studied on that than I am. And if everybody actually took the time that to to get to your level, would have a lot better voter result but unfortunately people on both sides vote for who they like right uh, and i appreciate that man i really do um i mean i could have like so because i have studied it a lot and i could sit here and i could pull up statistics i could pull up studies and do all right. this other stuff but then we'd have a three-hour show and nobody would listen to it so <laughs> you know but uh yeah i like coming on though it's always a good debate with like you know people i can you know debate with and not get into sure. a screaming match with you know? oh, oh yeah uh, sure. i hear for all that shit more respectful uh, around here yeah. So, yeah. But, um, you guys have perspectives sometimes too that whether or not I disagree with it, it's like an angle I didn't think of it. So, yeah. right. I mean, that's always a good thing to hear. Absolutely. That's because sure. we can respect one another's opinions. And exactly. If, if we could get damn people in D.C. to do that and sit down and have a conversation, we'd probably have a lot better shit going on right now in this country. Oh, yeah, you have an opinion every now and then that I think is just absolutely stupid. But you know what, dude? You're still my buddy. I still respect oh, yeah. you. you know? It's yeah. like, <laughs> it's just, I don't know why people it's can't. The same way here, too. I don't understand why people can't understand that you can disagree with somebody, but that doesn't have to make you hate them. Exactly. You know, like, there's this, um, you know, I'm fairly, I'm, I'm like center left, and there's this podcaster I really like who's fairly conservative. He's more of a libertarian. Right. Um, and, um, like, I, I, he has some really stupid opinions that drive me nuts, but he's a funny guy, so I listen to his show. And, um, 
you know, he even he get, like gives me other angles to look at stuff that I've never seen. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just I guess an open mind is a rare thing these days. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 probably more center right, and I can listen to Bill Maher, yeah. and. I would have to say at least half the time I don't agree with him, but I respect his opinion. And there are times when he raises something, like just like you said, that challenges my beliefs. Right. And, and uh, I, that's something that just a lot of people do not have the ability to do. Right. See, personally, I don't like Bill Maher, even though he's generally on my side, just because I think he's a smug prick. But I will listen to him every now and then. And <laughs> yeah. you know, it's just his smugness just bothers me. I don't know what it is about it because I generally agree with him. He comes yeah. off as a pompous ass. Yeah, see, that's what I don't like yeah. about him. But, um, it's not that you know. I, I don't like him or anything. It's just he does come out as a pompous ass, like, hey, y'all ought to be listening to me because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about type attitude. He's one of those, like, he's one of those uh, stereotypical New York, eh, New York liberals who get off yeah. of the scent of their own farts, you know? It's like, yeah. I don't yeah. know, that's, just, that's why he's he's always bothered me. Yeah. So, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I do like coming on here, man. I don't know if you guys will have me on Monday. I'll see yeah, if I we'll pop on, depending right, if I'm around good. or not. But, sure. Uh, right. you know. But uh, other than that, I mean, guys, just have a good week. I Thank you. Yeah, let's all have a good weekend. Be safe. If you don't do anything, make sure you do it safely. And we'll be back here Monday night, 11 o'clock. Sounds great. All right. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.